This week on Last Week, is famous YouTuber PewDiePie anti-Semitic? We've got a lot of game news to talk about, and it's past Valentine's Day, so let's look at the best dating apps to help you get laid. Major news outlets keep posting clickbait. We're back, and it's last week on the internet. I'm Fonz, and joined as usual with me is Jake. How are you doing tonight? I'm ready to click some baits. Yeah. <laughs> as am I. So let's just jump right into all the all the clickbait from last week. This week. Well, I guess all the clickbait from two weeks ago. Um. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> Everyone's favorite YouTube gaming sensation, PewDiePie, has been canceled from YouTube's premium advertising, his YouTube Red Show, and Disney, I believe it was Disney, dropped him from, what, Maker Studios? Yeah. Um, all because of uh, reports of anti-Semitism coming out of uh, Sir Felix Kielberg's mouth. Um, basically... PewDiePie has been known for making some pretty racy goofs, no pun intended. Ooh, and, except for not the racy kind, <laughs> more of the uh, the racist kind. Yeah, and um, <laughs> I guess uh, Disney decided, someone at Disney, or at Maker Studios rather, decided to uh, just sit down and just absorb some good old PewDiePie content, and um, realized that quite a few of his videos had what they referred to as anti-Semitic jokes. Um, the most recent one, I believe we talked about on the show at one point, yeah? Yeah. When he uh, went on Fiverr and um, got those two people to hold up a sign that said, Death to all Jews. And he also, I, I also did, I didn't realize in that same video on Fiverr, he got a guy, oh man, this is so edgy. He got a guy who dresses up as Jesus and will say whatever you write. Down. Yeah, he got a guy who was dressed as Jesus to say, you know, Hitler did nothing wrong, and um, there were other clips that they highlighted about, like uh, when he was talking about the YouTube Heroes program coming out, and uh, he was wearing like uh, an SS uniform hat, and uh, there was a video of Hitler's speech playing on one of his monitors, stuff like that. Um, Didn't do he feel? do that one? I I had, th- had read that he did that because th- at that time the media once again was calling him anti-Semitic, so he was like <laughs> pretending to look at. He was doing it as like a joke. Right. Well, see, uh, I was under the impression with with the YouTube Red one that he was making a reference to so or not youtube red sorry youtube heroes um he was making a reference to how youtube heroes pretty much was like giving the trolls um like more power so he was talking about how like people you can like mass flag videos and like do all this other stuff like reporting and stuff like that so he was talking i thought he was making a reference to like how the people were like nazis you know like being Uh. really over the top and like being you know particularly i guess strict if you will or yeah you know getting out of control basically that's what i i got from it but um yeah what do you what do you think about this this whole kit and caboodle so there's there seems to be two stances right now where it's either people think that he's 
anti-Semitic and his jokes are tasteless and they're not funny and he uh-huh. deserves this. Or they think that he is a comedian. He deserves a little bit of like room to navigate and say sort of edgy things without being like criticized because that's what comedians do. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of in the middle. Like part of me does think I I've heard the argument that yes, I've heard both sides that he's an he's a comedian, and then we were just talking about in the pre-show that no, he's not a comedian. He uh, <laughs> what that we were talking about the uh, his friend uh, Jack Septicai. I almost was saying, said Markiplier again. <laughs> <laughs> that Jack Septicai came out another YouTuber and was talking about his friend PewDiePie and how what PewDiePie did was wrong, and like that other comedians get that leeway because they're comedians and they are making a point. Right. Uh, and uh, oh, we just realized that this article that we're reading from uh-huh. is Patricia Hernandez off of Kotaku. I hate oh. her so much. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, she she's done a bunch of the Fire Emblem. Uh, I think she might have even written. Nope. Okay, uh, I forgot that the Fire Emblem one wasn't Kotaku. Oh, but uh, she does. She's done a lot of the Fire Emblem ones I've seen, and I've noticed that. Well, that's a that's a topic for a different time. We're talking about PewDiePie right now. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting triggered by this uh, this <laughs> this author. Um, but basically, that other comedians get that leeway because they're trying to make a point, and he was kind of he's not a real comedian because he's on to YouTube, to which I kind of have the argument. Well, if he's not a real comedian, wait, what makes you a real comedian? Just because right. Aren't we comedians, kind of? Yeah. You, well, I feel like our listeners would argue no. Because <laughs> you have to be funny. But I think of myself as one. <laughs> yeah. See, my issue with uh, the Jacksepticeye thing was... Now, I, I did kind of disagree like from a fundamental level. But um, mainly, uh, well, I feel like the biggest thing to disagree with was the fact that he used the wording professional comedians um referring mm. to the the other comedians that are not pewdiepie basically he referred to uh pewdiepie as an amateur internet um comedian and he referred to the others as professional comedians and that's like mainly where i'm gonna have to disagree because it's just like pewdiepie has the most um subscribers on youtube he has he has made the most money of any youtuber to date so it's just like at what point does he become a professional because i feel like he passed that point i don't know and also what i would also say is if if those if only professional comedians can make jokes like that that push the boundaries can you only do that when you're professional like what everyone starts out as an amateur you don't all you don't just start off as a professional so like at what point do you become a professional and also like do you only have to say like clean jokes and like not offensive jokes until you're suddenly a professional and then you're like oh now i can start making uh (laughs) sketch jokes yeah it's like all right i'm a professional now i can get racist yeah (laughs) (laughs) now i can make this real edgy yeah I don't know the the thing about the the Jacksepticeye thing. I I just want to say Markiplier. <laughs> um, the thing about his video was afterwards he like made an apology. So it's almost like he didn't even believe the words that he was saying. Uh, that maybe it was just a heat in the mo- heat heat of the moment sort of video. Yeah, I guess. But um, he put his boy on blast and then he got blasted himself. Yeah, the with the whole like them removing him. Okay, so. First of all, I think if YouTube removed, I think YouTube removing him was kind of a, I would feel YouTube betrayed. Red. Duet? You, oh, you mean if YouTube had removed him? 
Well, YouTube Red, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, YouTube Red, yeah. Um, I think I personally would kind of feel betrayed because, uh, not to say that, like, PewDiePie is the only YouTuber that matters. I'm not saying that, but he does have, like, he's the most relevant YouTuber of all time, if right. we're being honest. So, uh, the fact that, okay, so, first of all, the jokes that he was making, the way, so the Wall Street Journal and, like, bigger uh, media outlets wrote about it, and, of course... Like, like we've discussed with uh, Forbes and stuff like that, they have as it. They, you know, didn't take things in context. Basically, you know, you, you show a screen cap of PewDiePie sitting at a computer watching Hitler's speech and uh, wearing an SS hat. That's different than if you played the whole, you know, however long the video was. And, yeah. uh, of course, you know, they don't do that because they want to, like, make it seem like whatever they're trying to, to say in their article is correct. Um, yeah. I do feel like... Personally, I don't feel like PewDiePie is like a neo-Nazi or like a white nationalist. I mean, first of all, he's not even actually American, so there's that. But um, you can be a Nazi if you're not American. Yeah, I guess. Um, I, I, I think just, there are a lot of them in Germany in yeah, the 30s. Well, well, I feel like being a white nationalist in America, if you're not American, is kind of like weird because, of course. Oh, well. The, Maybe he's a white nationalist in Sweden. Maybe yeah. he's just very proud of Swedes. <laughs> like, because still the, a white nationalist. Yeah, that that just the idea of white nationalism being like that you believe that the country should be run by its like the same heritage, like the same ancestors, and it's just like, well, you're not a part of that. So, but regardless. <laughs> I don't, I don't think PewDiePie is just, like, a white nationalist or a Nazi or anything like that. I think he was trying to make jokes, and if you take the joke out of context, it seems like he doesn't know what he's doing, I would say. I feel like, I don't, I don't think I would have ever expected myself to want to defend PewDiePie, but I really just don't think that, that he's just, like, YouTube's biggest, uh, biggest, uh, what do you call them? I guess just YouTuber is just like also happens to be a neo-Nazi. I just don't. I don't know. I don't see it. What about yeah. you? <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, I don't think he's a Nazi, but yeah. I um, I do think that some of the jokes were they're just definitely edgy. They're yeah. definitely edgy, and like it's like my problem with the Fiverr thing is he could have had them put up and something else that was just as ridiculous right. as death you all jews yeah 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 i see that i see that too. and not have been offensive but it could also have been shocking but it didn't right. have to be necessarily death to a people right 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 exactly so maybe a lapse of judgment yeah but i don't think that he deserves all the the hate that he's gotten yeah i mean of course because he is basically a celebrity um he did release an apology and all that stuff uh, I can see why why Disney would want to drop him because I mean come on it's Disney they can't have like... <laughs> they're, they're basically Nazis already yeah. <laughs> they used to be <laughs> yeah I mean I understand that they're like we can't have any remotely sketchy stuff so yeah I guess I mean Maybe. once again it's taken out of context I feel like they're taken out of context regarding the YouTube red thing I personally if I was PewDiePie I think I would feel a little bit betrayed because like YouTube is his platform like i said i'm not trying to say he's the only youtuber that matters but he's definitely the most relevant one like right if you could have a mascot or something for youtube pewdiepie would be it because mm. i mean he look at his success from youtube so 
I don't know. I don't think YouTube Red should have should have banned him. But in the the grand scheme of things, I really feel like also it doesn't matter because it's uh, not yes. like he's going to a start losing any money. Um, yeah. B. I I feel like YouTube itself, or yeah, YouTube itself might be hurting themselves for dropping PewDiePie from YouTube Red because what? Well, who more influential could you pull onto YouTube Red to get people to pay for YouTube Red? PewDiePie. So it's just like you can't choose another person so i feel like they're gonna lose youtube red people who might have only signed up because pewdiepie but i guess only time will tell <laughs> um what, what do we got on the docket some gamestop stuff yes so gamestop has a program called the circle of life um program and it just it was it's sort of been known but also is just getting news. Um, so basically what it is, is GameStop has put out that there's each for each store, there's different percentage quotas that they're trying to meet. So there's pre-orders, reward card subscriptions, used games, and game trade-ins. So they're pushing their employees to get uh, customers that walk in the store to do one of those things. Um, so... Really, if you've ever walked into GameStop in your life, <laughs> you would have known that. Yeah. Because well, first they pushed those things. If you've things. ever walked into a GameStop, I feel sorry for you. But We're <laughs> so sorry. Yeah. We are so sorry for you. But uh, also, if you've ever walked into a GameStop, you'll know that they push all those things whenever you're buying a game. Because mm-hmm. really, when. Um, so basically, when you buy. Go into a GameStop, you buy a new game, and then you don't do any of those other things, it kind of pushes everything down. Because. They want you to do one of those four things every time you come into a GameStop. Right. If you're not doing it, then they're basically losing out because that's how they get their get their money. Yeah. They don't get their money from the new games. They get their money from the pre-owned games and for like uh, pre-orders and for trade-ins and all of that stuff. Right. They make they they make a significantly more amount of money that way. And I mean, of course, it just makes sense because you're. Okay, so hypothetically, if you know they sell you a game and you buy it brand new for full price, and then you play it and you bring it back, they can sell it again, and that's all one hundred percent profit because yeah. they didn't have to do anything; they just took right. the game back from you. And I mean, yeah, they give you your little however much trade-in value, but that's probably cutting into the profit of the original sale <clears throat> of the game, and right. um, they they really want to be able to. I mean, if you think about it, it's a really good good uh, business scheme or business tactic to just be able to infinitely sell the same product. Like, the, not the same product, but, like, the exact same unit of a product over and over again. Yeah. So, um... Basically, they want to have as few new copies of a game in a store as possible because it they're not making the money off that, so why would they want to stock up? They want to, like, basically, as you said, like, cycle through and, like, get yeah. trade-ins that that's less work so and more money yeah now um where the sketchy part comes in (laughs) is that because of this even though technically GameStop wasn't telling their their employees to do this it was basically creating an atmosphere in which it was recommended Mm -hmm. but essentially certain sketchy things were happening for example um to sort of incentivize people buying used games and uh to pre-order when people would walk into the store, they would say, that if they asked, oh, do you have this game? They would say, no, I don't have this game. You should pre-order it next time. Yeah. So that way, 
they would tell you they would lie even though that they did have the game they did have the new game in the back they would tell people oh no we don't have that game anymore uh check if it's in the trade-ins check or check if it's in like the pre-owned right and if it's not then maybe you want to pre-order next time right to try and get you to like pre-order another game that's coming out soon as well as hype up those uh those pre-owned sales and tell you like oh we don't have a new copy but we do have a used copy for this amount of money and another major issue that arises with the whole like oh we don't have the new one but we have a used one is the fact that sometimes the new game can end up being cheaper than the used game um, right. If like the the publisher decides to put the game on sale, um, for example, I believe in this article uh, they used uh, Watch Dogs Two. Ubisoft uh, ran out like a weekend sale or something like that, and Watch Dogs Two right. was uh, twenty nine ninety nine re because I paid full price. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the the pre owned prices of games are what ten percent less than the new price, but that does not adjust if there's like a sale. So with something like Watch Dogs 2 being twenty nine ninety nine, if they, you know, if someone comes in, they want to buy a new copy of Watch Dogs 2, oh no, we don't have that, but we do have the pre-owned one, and of course the pre-owned one costs more. And because right. of the fact that they're reselling the same unit, they're making a higher profit margin. So, I don't know. On the one hand, it's like you can't really be mad at them for trying to make more money, because <laughs> if you really think about it, we I think we were talking about this on like last week's pre-show, there or something like that, there isn't really like another game company. Uh, right. Or, well, like a like storefront kind of company. Right. We so, talked about Game Crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. And, My boot. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, fair enough. But I also think that you need to, like, as the consumer, be informed. Because uh, one one scenario that I can think of this happening, and I don't necessarily think that the guy behind the counter was trying to, like, pull off this circle of life BS. Um, I was going to buy the Steam Link and the Steam Controller in GameStop because Valve had put them on sale. And uh, so I checked online to see if GameStop would honor the same sale and it was a Watch Dogs 2 scenario where the new one would be cheaper than the pre-owned one so I go to the counter and I ask the guy for um you know the Steam Link and the Steam Controller and he looks it up and he was like um I'm not sure if we have one I would have to go check but we definitely do have pre-owned ones and I'm just like all right so he finds out that they do have a new one he goes to grab it and uh he's telling me about how if I buy the pre-owned one, it would have like a warranty from GameStop and stuff like that. And I'm right. like, no, I'll take the uh, I'll take the new one. He's like, yeah, the pre-owned one's cheaper. And I'm like, actually, no, it's not. And um, <laughs> so then after he like scans it, he's like, oh yeah, you're right. So I really feel like if you you know go into the store not uninformed completely, then you know you can be good. You can help. Right. Your, you help. You have Plus, to help yourself. Imagine out. that's an situation where you went in and you like didn't know it beforehand so like right. say you're like a mom i don't know yeah someone who like didn't know about game stuff exactly so you go in and you think oh yeah the pre-owned one probably is cheaper mm-hmm. but it's not actually but yeah. like they said like oh well the pre-owned one's cheaper oh well you work here i don't know why you would lie to me and then exactly yeah i yeah. had a situation where i went in and I'm sure that you've had this situation. I well, first I've had two situations. So the first is, which I'm sure everyone who's ever gone into a GameStop ever has probably had, where you go in, you buy your game, or you're trying to buy your game, and they like try and get you to sign up for like GameStop Plus or whatever it's called. I yeah, know, whatever that garbage the, is the called. The power of rewards. Yeah, game. that. And so they always try to get you for that, and then they always try and get you to pre-order. 
Um, especially if it's like a new game. So like I usually, I call ahead and be like, make sure that they have a game. If it's like a new game Uh that I'm trying to get that way, they can't, when I show up to the store, I'm just like, Hey, you had a game 30 minutes ago. What happened? Right. Um, so like I called ahead and was like, do you have this game? And they're like, yeah. So I go there and the guy, as he handed it to me, he was like, oh man, you were lucky because this is the last one you really need to pre-order next time and like he wasn't saying you should pre-order like he he wasn't telling me like oh like it's a good idea to pre-order games right. he was like you definitely need to pre-order games next time man yeah. you're not gonna get this lucky i'm just like i don't fucking care like <laughs> next time i'll just buy it online like i yeah. should have done and stay away from you garbage human beings <laughs> and then jake proceeded <gasps> to get where am i <laughs> where am i i just blocked out for a second yeah <laughs> uh Oh my god! Yeah, see, and I, I think I talked about this um, when we talked about the announcement of the Switch, which, uh, by the way, nine days. Um, <laughs> I think I had talked about this. Wait, how many I, hours now? <laughs> six six <laughs> hours. What? Um, <laughs> um, when I talked about going into the GameStop to pre-order my Switch, and so first of all, it's like, oh, I can say this and you can't. Uh, first of all, I'm already cucking myself by pre-ordering the Switch <laughs> in a GameStop, <laughs> so it's just like a triple threat. And um, then he's like trying to upsell me on like pre-ordering other stuff, and yeah. I'm just like, dude. Okay, so if you're, we'll have the link in the description, but the whole program has like. Uh, the, the Circle of Life program has different facets of uh, an employee's score. So there's like four categories, and it's the categories that you had mentioned before, and they represent 25% each of that total COL. So like, I understand, you know, maybe this guy wasn't doing this for the Circle of Life thing. Maybe this is just like, he's trying to, you know, be on his game. But it's like, dude, you've already got your pre-order. Like, chill out. Yeah. You don't have to try and get me to pre-order more stuff. Yeah. Like, that, that facet is already covered. We're good. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure we all have like GameStop horror stories. <laughs> Send us your GameStop horror stories at Last Week Podcast <laughs> and let us know how they, uh, triggered you. Yeah. Um, but now let me continue this rage with, some yeah, I was going to say now Jake's going to rage more. <laughs> I just finished one of my Feb four games, which was Batman, the telltale games. Nice. Um, yeah, you could say that. And I rammed through it, dude. I was like, holy, get down, get down. I'm going to do this real quick. And then I, like, rushed it. Fucking, I, it was over in six six seconds, just like me. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, it was, like, six hours. And that's that's one of just my like problems. Me. With, yeah. <laughs> that's one of my problems with, like, the Telltale games. And we talked to Brittle, fan of the show, doesn't watch the show. <laughs> uh, but um, he was saying that that's perfect for him. Mm-hmm. Oof, casual casual this proves it <laughs> no but he said normie scum um but he was saying that, the, that that like an episode lasts an hour and a half two hours max and he was saying that's perfect for me that you know it just like i can sit down and like bang it out and just do one and right. then that's that's good like i don't have to like worry about oh man it's gonna take up so much of my time yeah meanwhile me i'm just like i spent money on this game it should last me for a while not six hours right fair enough uh that's one of the problems. But my real big concern with the Telltale games, and this is mainly put into my forefront because of Life is Strange. A great uh-huh. game. If you haven't played it, go out and play it. Oh, yes. um, but the the every Telltale game starts off the same, and it says, your choices matter. Your choices made in this game will affect the game. Yeah. Bullshit they do. <laughs> Bullshit. 
they do not yeah. matter. Your yeah. choices do not matter. If you go into a game, and this is how I like enjoy the Telltale games, I just go into them assuming that they're like like a show, and right. like a show, an interactive show where yeah. every once in a while you have to do a quick time event. Yeah. Other than that, your choices do not matter. It's like, like a even it's a TV show where you can't put the remote down ever, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And essentially, it's just like if you have a choice between two characters to save one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, oftentimes they'll do the cop out and they're just like, oh, one of them actually lived. The one that you didn't, they ended up living anyways. Right. But like, even if they do kill the other character that you didn't save, like pretty soon the, the character you did save, dead too. Yeah. Or like shortly thereafter in the storyline, you realize that it actually didn't matter. Like, be- right. I mean, like they're obvi- gone in the story. Yeah. Like that obviously gone. it's a show. So, well, it's supposed to be like a show. So they're, you know, trying to get, get with the drama aspect so you're supposed to feel like emotionally tied to like oh i i chose to save this person because of this not like i just randomly mashed x instead of a and right unfortunately like they don't do a good job at keeping up with it after the decision is made because right like you they said don't, someone like will they just don't leave. Put it, right i'm sure i feel like they don't put enough effort into like because part of me was like oh man it would be too like hard to do like multiple different like branches right. from where like uh like killing off a character or something like that yeah except for life is strange did it right well here's well. here's my other problem with that um because i was i used to think the same thing i was like oh well you know at this point with all the potential different decisions of something like this like uh potential different outcomes they would have to make x number of different like branches off of it and then i was like wait a second that's the game like that's yeah. what your job that's what you said you were doing so yeah you can do it i mean i don't know that's literally the premise of your whole game series if you call them a series or whatever like that's what you're trying to do so just actually do it i don't know yeah <laughs> with that being said they are good games yeah, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately i do have to say that there has not been a telltale game that i haven't enjoyed but it's yeah, always it's like story a, as well yeah it's like a it's always like a uh like a roller coaster like i feel like when yeah. i'm in the especially near like the uh the climax of that particular episode you're like really deep into it and then okay here's maybe what they should change if you're um listening tell tell thanks for the sub this is what they should change you know how at the end of the episode it shows you like what's what the major decisions were basically like the yeah. only ones that kind of counted and gives you those percentages and stuff yeah i feel like that's what blows it for the whole drama aspect because up until you see that you don't know necessarily know which ones are like the actual important decisions i mean some of them right. you know go into that slow motion time and you, yeah. you know for sure but other like, ones, oh shit i need to pay attention yeah but um other ones you know it might have just been a regular decision and then when it gets to the end you realize like oh crap that one actually like mattered i feel like if they got rid of that then you would yeah. probably stay under the guise that all of the decisions matter and then maybe show Dude, like all of it, all of it at the end guys is broken i know i yeah. see them guys yeah and unfortunately i was gonna say for people like us who have played quite a few telltale games we can it's almost like we can feel it <laughs> like yeah know which ones are like yeah this one doesn't matter i'm just gonna press a button that's how i felt like yeah, yeah, yeah. that is because <laughs> when i first started playing them and you have like the because oftentimes like there's the three options and then the, the no response option yeah. as the fourth <laughs> option uh so like there'll be three options and when I first started playing them, I was like, oh, man, which one? What should we say? Like, what do we say? Like, who do we? Mm-hmm. And then, like, I remember we, we reloaded one time. 
and played through it but did a different option right legit it was like the exact same response like yeah. your character says a different thing but then they respond the exact same way and i was like oh so it doesn't matter that's what kind of like ruined it yeah kind of blew it for us um. <laughs> that's what i was the whole time i was playing the batman one i was literally thinking as the little actions i was like ah, fucking don't care don't care <laughs> like, like they're uh, just gonna say the same response anyway who cares you say something and then it pops up and it's like uh jake will remember this i'm like yeah. no he won't yeah exactly <laughs> bullshit he will <laughs> i if i change the uh, the change the response he wouldn't remember that either yeah no i did the same thing on um what was it the walking it was the first uh season of the walking dead i could not tell you what episode but um if you haven't played it uh spoiler alert it was when the little have you played those yeah okay so you remember uh yeah so what was the little boy's name oh duck yeah and you remember how duck got infected yeah and um so then somebody was gonna have to put him out of his misery and um it was either gonna be the mom the dad or me right and um so i chose one option i think i chose for the mom to do it and then you know how she shoots herself yeah so i was like oh shit i gotta go back and i was like you know what i'll do it because then that way she doesn't have the gun wrong she right. still ends up shooting herself so I was like, <laughs> what the fuck okay i was like i'll pick the dad that way i can stay with the mom so she doesn't shoot herself wrong she goes with the dad and still shoots herself so it's just yeah. like oh my god and i, I legitimately reloaded the game over and over to get back to that part <laughs> yeah. to do it and uh nope doesn't actually matter thanks telltale yep so uh, with all this being said check out life is strange yeah. in a store near you <laughs> check out uh square enix's cringe-tacular life is strange. that is true that is the problem with that game where we can get off this topic really quickly but the problem with that game is none of the voices match up with the dialogue no. they got better as the episodes went along but man at the start of the game, it's just like, wow, you guys, yeah. come on. That and, okay, so that, I guess that really is a good part of that is, like, definitely distinctive of Telltale is um, not only do they do good with the, like, mocap, but they do a good job. Like, the voice actors are actually good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with uh, Life is Strange, it really had the vibe of, like, an adult was writing right. the dialogue and like what yes. did the kids say and uh <laughs> go fuck yourself <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah uh, oh that was one of my favorites <laughs> or the one that we said oh yeah so, so lame yeah. <laughs> we said that a lot after we saw that episode yeah. <laughs> it was so just it was you, bad you definitely writing. get that cringe where it's yeah. just like hello fellow, good game fellow bad youths. <laughs> Hello, hello, <laughs> hello, fellow teenagers. Yeah, uh, but overall, it's definitely still a good game. But um, let's uh, let's get into some more game stuff. Uh, everyone's see, favorite speeding ahead on just yeah. like we took planned. <laughs> everyone's favorite new Nintendo mobile game, Fire Emblem Heroes, has kind of a uh, I guess a funny funny meme. Uh, did we talk about re-rolling? Yeah, I think you had talked about it. I think yeah, we did. Um, so basically, because people got so heavy into re-rolling, uh, they don't take the time to set their username when the game starts, when you restart the game. And uh, for some reason, which maybe you can explain, uh, I don't no. know if it's like some deep Fire Emblem lore. Nope. Okay. Uh. Well, I don't know either. Um, it starts you, it defaults to the name Kieran. Um and because of that and people re-rolling so many times there's lots and lots and lots of accounts that have the name kieran and of course like how you were explaining um 
how the arena works where you fight against an account that like they don't have to be there like it's right. their team uh you end up fighting against people whose accounts named kieran as well as uh people with accounts named kieran fighting against you and um i check my friends list and i actually have three friends named kieran <laughs> huh. Huh. what I about you check mine, but my, i was gonna check mine right now but then i was like oh my phone is on the other side of the room i don't know oh, well i do want to ask you a question about fire emblem uh-huh. <laughs> this is just like jake asks fonts questions about fire emblem because he's uh he wants to know um oh man and okay yeah so the, did you see that they just released um a new update and then they they added like a new summoner or whatever they call it summons i don't know a pool of summons yeah so they got rid of the old two Yes, they did, and I was a little bit upset with that because now yeah. I might not be able to get Homegirl with the boobs. <laughs> What's her name? Yeah, again? I was um, Cam- Camilla. Yeah, 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 Camilla, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. She's in the newest one, so I don't know her as well. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Anyone? Yeah, any of the characters? <laughs> any of the characters that look like they're well drawn? They're in the new ones. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it's strange that you mentioned that because I couldn't, I can't actually tell like a difference in the art between the. Well, I wasn't sure if they were older ones and newer ones, but there's definitely like a distinct difference between the artwork. You Which can is tell weird, though, different styles because there is certain certain characters have like a different style, but they're not from like different ones. They just randomly put them out. But like, there's certain characters that have like like a comic book style to them. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen them. Uh-huh. Those characters are like random. They're like throughout the ones. It was just like, all right, we want to make some of the characters look really weird. So uh, let's just randomly pick some of the le- less lesser known characters and just give them a really weird art style. That's what I feel like they did. Cause it, they're, it's not like they're all from one game. It's like they chose one from each and they're just like, let's give that guy a weird comic book style. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, I have noticed that some of them are more in like the traditional anime looking style. And then other ones look more like comic books, like, uh, like American comic books. Yeah. So like, it, like you're, some of them look like waifus, and some of them look like Amerifus. <laughs> it really reminded me of like um, like card art, like trading card game art. Ah, uh, yeah. The not anime-looking ones did. Mm. But um, don't we have more Fire Emblem stuff to talk about? Nope, we don't. Nope. <laughs> um, I don't did, worry, listeners, you made it. Uh, I <laughs> you did, survived. Uh, <laughs> Next week, we'll talk forward, though. <laughs> I uh, I did open a, a thing, a summon from the new thing, and didn't get any five-star golds, unfortunately. Oof. I have only gotten one, and it was legit in the first one oh, that I okay. opened. Yeah. Out, of, out of the new one, right? Right. Nice. Yeah. Wait, no. What? No. I nope. misspoke oh. that. I said that. <laughs> I've only opened one and gotten one, and it was the one that I originally got. And oh. So, oh, right. I'm going to stop re-rolling. <laughs> Uh, and I have opened quite a few since then. Uh, I, uh, At least probably 10. <laughs> I am currently working on training my two lower level five star lens to match my original five star lens so that I can make an uh, entire lens squad, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, well, let's switch from this uh, garbage mobile game to another garbage mobile game. Oh, my God. Did you see that... Pokemon Go has new Pokemon in it. Yeah, I did. And the funny did part is... Did you go is, back? Well, see, that's that's the thing. I saw it and I was like, man, maybe this will make me go back to the game. And I sit here now as I look at my Pokemon Go Plus collecting dust on my desk. 
<laughs> you, I speak to you as a free man. Yeah. I am no longer shackled by the chains of Pokemon Go. When I walk from my work to my house, I, I do not do it with a phone in front of my face. Yeah, I don't know. I want. That's the thing. I've, I don't think I've ever wanted to get back into a game this much as. Or, oh, okay, so one other is Hearthstone. But I just feel like I'm so yeah. behind that it's just like, eh, I don't know. See, yeah, I feel that way with Hearthstone, but I don't feel that way with um, with <laughs> Pokemon Go. Oh, yeah. Which is weird because Pokemon Gold and Silver were uh, my favorite gens. Uh-huh. Uh, and then now their gen, have they have been added to Pokemon Go. And I'm just like, eh. <laughs> outside <laughs> yeah exactly that was such a july thing now yeah. it's february Ugh. i'm wondering if maybe it's because it's like it's not super cold because it is virginia but it's colder yeah. outside so maybe when it gets warmer i'll care more maybe i don't know no. probably not yeah probably not. <laughs> all right happy with that that uh switch news in this week's switch news of the week nine um, days five hours 50, yeah three minutes my body is ready that's what um basically well, since we recorded it's gonna be yeah. way different for you guys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well the good news is you guys will be closer than we are now yeah um so we got we got some a couple switch news announcements um one good one not so good <laughs> uh, kind of good um legend of zelda breath of the wild it has announced that they are going to release a dlc expansion pass um the expansion pass is going to cost 20 us dollars and so convert that to your Britbon currency if you need. And um, it's going to get you two DLC packs, one over the summer, one uh, in the winter. And you also get a bonus for the expansion pass, which is kind of not that great. But there will be three tri- uh, three new treasure chests. Um, one will be fr- found in the Great Plateau. So that's kind of like a, a spoiler, I guess, a leak as to one of the areas in the game. Um, I like how one of the other bullet points is contains useful items. Um, treasure chests usually do. And <laughs> you'll also get this is the cringy part. The cringiest. Yeah, you get in an in-game clothing item, which um, has been said to be a Nintendo Switch t-shirt for Link to wear. Which is the equivalent of Nintendo just jerking it. Yeah, they're they're playing a game of Wii Remote right now. Yeah, they're pretty much advertising for the Switch in the game that you already yeah. own a Switch to play. That's which weird. feels right when they're doing DLC packs and expansion pass uh, bonuses. Yeah, uh, DLC season think, passes. I don't think there's any word on whether or not you'll be able to purchase the DLC packs individually. I think you kind of have to, because now <clears throat> I'll be honest. I'm I don't sure really, you could. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I don't really keep up so much with the um, the whole like DLC game anymore. Um, but I, as far as I used to understand, you got an expansion or you got the uh, like season pass to get all the DLC for a cheaper price, right? And you yes. have the option of and usually they give you like this one's giving you it gives you like stuff up front, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, usually yeah. garbage. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people were very upset about this, and Me. they decided they decided to cancel their uh, their Breath of the Wild pre-orders. Now, here we go. I'm gonna hit you with the other side of the story. Um, okay. Well, what I feel like is uh, why I feel like this DLC thing is a good thing. For the longest time, Nintendo has really been trying to like make their own kind of like sidestep path in the gaming industry. Um, 
not so much like historically but of course more recently speaking towards the wii u and um like i'd probably say since the like wii generation they've always been trying to like do their own little thing on the side and the fact that they're coming more in line with the rest of the gaming industry i think is a good thing because then you might have more third-party developers that want to make games for the nintendo system because Mm. But before you didn't have so much third party support and I feel like that might have been due to things like oh you know like with Nintendo they don't do DLC like they don't want to do DLC we want to be able to make more money and um, so we're going to stick with like uh, you know the Xbox and the PlayStation Uh, things like that and I feel like Nintendo falling in line more is probably going to be better in the long run also in my personal opinion um, for the the season pass uh $20 really isn't that bad and I understand it is kind of like a a nickel and diming you kind of thing where it's like oh well first it's $20 for this and then it's $20 for the season pass uh because they were talking about it being like anywhere between 17 and like 20 something odd dollars for the uh the online Mm -hmm. and um I understand you're just like well first it's $20 for this and then it's $20 for the season pass but that's not that that's not like out of the ordinary for the gaming console industry right now i mean there's already playstation plus and xbox live when you buy a season pass for like a modern game on uh like xbox or playstation it's usually like what forty dollars on top of your sixty dollar game purchase so you're already looking at a hundred dollars just to buy the game why stop there why don't i just give them my credit card number (laughs) where one other thing that i have noticed with the games lineup for the switch is that i like is that um uh quite a few of the games are not launching at a 60 dollar price point which i find interesting um for example has been heroes which is a game that i think already has been out like most of the other games um but I have never heard of, and I saw it, and it looked pretty interesting. And the launch price is for that game is supposed to be twenty bucks. So hmm. right off the bat, I find things like that interesting because I do personally feel like Nintendo really is trying to get more developers to make games for the Switch. And as we've talked about in the past, with the launch lineup not looking so hot, I think getting more developers on board is definitely something that needs to happen. Um, so I think in the long run. This might be a good thing. If Nintendo decides to fall in line more with the rest of the console industry, I think it could uh, it could help them out in the long run because the uh, the Wii U definitely uh, did not do good things for them. <clears throat> well, and... let me counter you. <laughs> okay, okay, go. <laughs> um, well, Nintendo's been like going towards this DLC path for a little bit, mm-hmm. and maybe that is a good thing. But let me just tell you, it's not something that I like. Because yeah. I already do not like when games put in DLC. Yeah. And that was one of the like the refreshing things about Nintendo hmm. was that they were always so stubborn. Yeah. So yeah. they That's had, a good way to they, describe it. <laughs> they were very in their ways. They they thought they knew what was best. With the Wii they did very well, and then with the Wii U they kinda of took a tumble. <laughs> and that's kind of when they started actually adding in that DLC anyways. They've been doing the DLC on the Wii U for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And they've been doing DLC for Nintendo three D S games. Oh, as really? well yeah so um how do i know because i've been <laughs> you can fill in the blank uh, <laughs> and i um there so there's been D- dlc for nintendo 3ds games and um 
really, I just don't like DLC. Did we ever have, yeah. did we talk about the DLC <laughs> I in don't a past so. episode? I, I think, think it's so. going to be in a future episode that we're going to talk about it. Because we talked about pre-ordering, but we never yeah. actually talked about um, DLC. Well, we'll talk about it in another future episode about how much I hate DLC. And I don't think it's nearly as bad as pre-ordering. Right. But I sometimes think that DLC in a game kind of is like an easy route for money. So mm-hmm. then companies like uh, who are who are making the games will sometimes not use DLC in the right way, but use DLC in the wrong way where they take content out of the game yeah. and sell it as DLC. That's not DLC. That's shilling. Yeah. And if you see, do DLC the right way, it can work. Yeah. That is one argument. That same argument that you're saying uh, with companies taking things out of the game for DLC is kind of one of the major problems that um, people are having with the, uh, Breath of the Wild DLC because another aspect that I forgot to mention that comes in the DLC for Breath of the Wild is in DLC Pack 1 which is supposed to release over the summer there's going to be a new difficulty mode so people uh. are yeah people are getting kind of upset about the fact that um, there will be it's, it says new hard mode um, so people are getting upset that basically if you don't buy the DLC, you wouldn't be able to play on whatever this new hard mode is. And right. um, I don't know. For me personally, knowing how often I don't just speed through games, it doesn't bother me because it's just like, well, even if let's say I you know wanted this hard mode right off the bat, I prob- that would probably be like a replay. You know, like I come back and do that. So that's definitely not like I'm going to be finished by the summer anyway. <laughs> right. So I don't know. It doesn't bother me in particular, but I do understand why people are kind of upset about that. And um, that's that's like one of the bigger, um, bigger issues that people have. I don't know. Oh, OK. The the expansion pass should be available. The season pass, sorry, should be available uh, at launch to get those uh, those three new treasure chests. Um, it, I, I think another know. reason that people have such a like uh, pain with it uh-huh. is that Zelda is such like a, a marquee franchise. Right. So like Zelda's never had DLC in it, so right. it's kind of hard to wrap your head around it. Don't worry, Zelda fans. I was there with you. Fire <laughs> Emblem, boom. Yeah. And I had to admit, Fire Emblem had it was made for DLC, basically. <laughs> buy new maps, buy new characters, but it definitely pissed me off when the first game that on came out for the 3ds had dlc then then they just oof they just took that an extra step and they're like oh man not not only are we gonna uh release dlc for this game but we're also gonna release three different versions yeah yeah <laughs> pokemon that. has two fire emblem has three let's do it <laughs> let's get all the money yeah uh, <laughs> um i don't know i've I can't say for certain whether or not I would purchase the season pass right off the bat. It really, for me, it really depends on what, uh, like, what's available in the 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 eShop slash virtual console at launch. Because strangely enough, despite the fact, uh, I know you had expressed like gripes with the fact that a lot of the games coming out for the Switch are older games. Um, ironically enough, one of the things that I'm really excited for about the Switch is like the virtual console and being able to play older games. Uh, <laughs> so, mm. yeah, I don't know. I think that would I 
think that's going to determine whether or not I end up going for the uh, the expansion pass, depending on like what's available with the virtual console, because then I might not end up spending a ridiculous amount of time in Breath of the Wild to the point that I would like want to play through it three, four times. So then at that point, I don't know if I would care about the, uh, the extra stuff. Right, um, you won't spend a ridiculous amount of time. You'll just spend uh, an obscene amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, speaking of Zelda, I... Speaking of obscene. <laughs> <laughs> I am switching my Feb 4 to finish the first Legend of Zelda um, in my Feb 4 on the NES Classic, of course. And um, I also recently found out that Soul Reaver uh, Legacy of Cain, I actually can't say that they're still on sale, and I'm not going to check. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the Legacy of Cain franchise, except for the very first game, was on sale on Steam. Each game individually was $1.74, so I bought all of them because <laughs> I'm a baller. Um, nice. So, so you're yeah. Gonna... Let me just you're uh, you're gonna switch your Feb four up with only seven days left. To <laughs> yeah, go. yeah, that is correct. Um, Wait, you're gonna put <laughs> you're gonna put um, Breath of the Wild. Granted, we did start late, but we're gonna put Breath of the Wild on. When does it come out? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the oh, first Legend of Zelda. Oh, whoops, 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 whoops. Okay, the very first one. Yeah, yeah. Are you yeah. are you pretty close to that? I feel like you're too close. Uh, yeah, I am. I am on like dungeon. I think there's like nine dungeons total. If I remember correctly, and I'm on dungeon like seven, it is. Hey, all right, there you kicking go. my teeth in though. Dude, um, are you about to do it? Are you about to complete uh, your Feb four? I don't know. It really depends a... on how fast I can beat Soul Reaver. Oof, because we can do an update on uh, our Feb fours. Um, yeah. I one put. Game. I've down one game. I'm about to beat a second game, and I haven't touched Black Flag it again. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm pretty far off on that one yeah well we're uh, about uh actually no we're not equal <laughs> i was gonna say we're about equal and then i remembered nope i didn't finish the first game so i have zero games out of four i'm oh for four right now <laughs> you're I'm very four, i'm like three quarters for four because i'm very close to finishing legend of zelda but um, I think I, I can pretty much guarantee that I can finish The Legend of Zelda. Um, Soul Reaver, I'm not sure about. I, I, did, uh, I do remember playing Soul Reaver 1 as a child. And if I remember uh-huh. correctly, I think that game is relatively short. So I'm going to just see if I can power through that. I um, don't think that I've ever finished a Feb 4. <laughs> <laughs> really? I definitely know I didn't the first year. The, the first year, I was super stoked on it. So I think I finished like a Feb yeah. 5. Ah! Uh, Power Rangers. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> uh, well, Whoa. let's talk about uh, something that you. you well, I'm trying to do a segue. Yeah. Uh, well, if you're trying to finish some games, but you keep running out of data, we've got the fix for you. Well, we, we skipped our the last part oh. of the Nintendo block. We got. Oh man, I I had so many. Oh yeah, yeah. we did. And Whoops. It's, yeah, it's kind well, of. Forget a... that segue. <laughs> it was it's a good one of... too it's a it's a to be continued story so i'm gonna make it short um basically there is video up online and uh i'll put youtube links in the description as long as i remember um of the nintendo switch being sent out early to certain pre-orders by an unnamed retailer supposedly um and one particular user uh was a member of the forum neogaf and decided to unbox their switch and post a video on youtube with uh, not only an unboxing but a little bit of a exploration through the user interface so if you just can't wait like i can uh, <laughs> i'll have that youtube link in the description but now uh, we can go on to the, the data plans 
Dude, I feel like I'm like a, a Nintendo spy. I'm looking at this video and I saw the guy's reflection shows up. But oh, yeah. It's covered, <laughs> it's covered by... Because he keeps blurring out like the barcodes and everything because he's right. trying to be a safe. But I saw the guy's reflection for a second. I was like, stop! Enhance! Yeah. Zoom in! But but on that same story... Who is ne- this man? Next week, it's a, like I said, it's a to-be-continued story. So next week, we're going to have some, some more info about that. So tune in yeah. next week. Oh. <laughs> tune in next week. We're always clickbaiting. Yeah. Um, so last week we talked about unlimited data plans and how we were going to talk about a little bit about them this week. So last week Verizon announced that they're going to resurrect their unlimited data plan, uh, kind of. Yeah. And weirdly enough, right after that, although you said that uh, T-Mobile already had an unlimited data plan, maybe. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure they did. AT and T and I think Sprint, unless they already had an unlimited data plan as well. <laughs> I know AT and T uh, resurrect or brought back their unlimited data plan as well right uh so let's dive into these unlimited data plans in case you just don't have enough gigs in the bank yeah um we can help you sort it out um so verizon was the first one to come out and they're doing 80 dollars a month for a single line and it's only 140 for two lines i'm not gonna keep reading this this is boring (laughs) um but essentially you know it's cheaper the more lines you have right um but let's talk about really what is I want to talk about unlimited data, which means limited data. <laughs> yeah, also that it's um, not actually unlimited data; it's got a cap. Yeah, AT and T, AT and T, and that's a lot of ands. Uh, AT and T and Verizon both put uh, a 22 gigabyte data cap on theirs per line. Um, Sprint has the option to throttle your data um, at around 23 gigabytes and t-mobile says that they won't throttle your data until you've hit about 28 gigabytes of usage per month um so first of all who's yeah. hitting that amount <laughs> yeah there there's um, that but um i feel like the most interesting part about these is i think it's what uh t-mobile and at&t or T-Mobile and yeah, T-Mobile and AT&T both allow you certain exemptions from what counts against your data. Um, I think right. T-Mobile has the most exemptions of yeah. any of the four, but uh, T-Mobile and AT&T both allow you to stream video uh, if you do certain things. Uh, basically, AT&T will allow your your streams not to count against your data if you stream in 480p. Um, yeah. yeah. And T-Mobile does the same thing, but I think they, like, changed the resolution at some point. Um, But, yeah, it's called... The the AT&T one is called Stream Saver, and the T-Mobile one is called Binge On. And I don't think Mm. Verizon does that. Oh, man, no. They just... uh, They wouldn't. (laughs) Yeah. Um, T-Mobile also has exemptions for, like, music streaming services and stuff like that. And I don't think, according to this article anyway, I don't think that, like, the other ones have that. So, really, if you use over 20 gigs of data a month, then maybe you have some use for an unlimited data plan. Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing. So, like, well, what's your data plan right now? Mine's, like, four three maybe okay and you have verizon and i share it with my dad oh yeah i have verizon do you i know verizon just recently started doing the like rollover thing where it rolls Um, over for one month yeah so we we always roll over we never go over 
Okay. See, that's why when we were talking about this before the show, I was just like, I don't know if Unlimited really, like, works out because... Or not works out, but, like, if if anyone actually needs that. Um, yeah. Because, so, like, right now, I have T-Mobile, and I have 10 gigs of data per month per line. And then, of course... T-Mobile has the data stash thing and the data stash will max out at 20 gigabytes and the data Mm. stash lasts for a year. So it doesn't only roll over like to the next month and how whatever data that you don't use goes into your data stash. And I don't ever use my full 10 gigabytes. So my data stash is constantly full at 20 gigs. And then every month I'm getting another 10. So I basically have 30 gigs a month and Uh, I don't pay for an unlimited plan. So It's just like, and then of course, once again, you have the where they said that if you have the unlimited, they'll they have the option to throttle and at once you hit twenty eight. So it's like you could get a setup like I have where you won't get throttled because you actually didn't use all of your thirty gigs. You know, instead of paying the extra for the unlimited and then potentially having to deal with getting throttled. But right, meh. I don't know. And then there's also the fact that they make, like, so many exemptions for, like, streaming and stuff like that. that yeah. At this point, it's just, like, I don't even pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we, we've kind of moved on to a point in cell data that I feel like you have to pay less attention than what you used to. Yeah. I think but, that's, that's true. Yeah. Well, but, let, let me hit, me hit me with this next story. I was trying to, I was trying to think of a way to implement the data plans with okcupid but i couldn't well if you've been wasting a lot of data on <laughs> dating apps if you've been wasting a lot of data on watching porn download yeah. okcupid and actually <laughs> go outside oh no yeah, <laughs> oh man everyone's favorite dating app to meet garbage people okcupid has recently implemented a what do you call it i don't know i think i lost my tab new feature <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man here so. we go. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I, did. I closed the tab on accident. Um, there, a new feature on OkCupid can choose to match you based on your political views. Um, unfortunately, the article that I'm going to have in the description, thanks for listening, in Gadget, is cringy. Uh, Trump or nah, it's like, hello, fellow teenagers. Um, <laughs> but uh, Oh, man, laughed just as hard the second yeah. time around. <laughs> Basically, the way OkCupid already worked was, uh, you know, you answer a bunch of questions and it chooses your matches uh, based on, like, what things you have in common. And it's supposed to use some kind of, like, special algorithm to determine your personality. It's bullshit. Um, But now, basically, there's going to be uh, 50 new questions, including, is climate change real? Do you feel there should be a ban on immigrants from predominantly Muslim countries into the Oof. United States? They are just that. Yeah, they're they getting really hit the nail on the head. That. Yeah, and then there's they're also just a like, question: <laughs> Why didn't they just make it? Uh, do you support our president? Yeah, well, they did. There's another uh, question that just says Trump question mark. Should I? I should have just <laughs> waited for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so uh yeah basically if you were concerned as to whether or not your political beliefs or values uh would affect your potential relationship with the match you can find out on okcupid before you even meet them in real life <laughs> i always wondered whether or not uh okcupid added new questions and yep. there you have it yep 50 of them at that and i thought i had answered a lot already <laughs> and, uh... and you're like now i gotta answer 50 new questions yeah <laughs> 
Oh man. Uh, speaking of dating apps, we promised you a game last week and we're gonna hit you with it this week. And it's called the Dating App Name Game. Nah. Which, which Jake wrote in the description. Yeah. It's literally called what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I really thought we'd come up with a better name by we now, but yeah. we didn't. So hit us with that new that better name and we'll do it again. Uh, who wants to go first? You. Explain the game uh, and you go. All right, so here's how the game works. You can play at home. Um, we are going to name. Oh man, I hope you did what I did. We didn't talk about it before. Uh-oh. We're we're gonna name and describe a dating app, and then the other person has to decide whether or not that dating app is real or not. Yeah. Um, Trump or not. <laughs> Trump or not. <laughs> uh, so, for example, I have an example. I, exa- I actually have an example one. Okay. <laughs> so, Am I supposed to guess here or no? You're yeah, you're going to guess. Okay. I'm, you're going to know the answer. Oh, <laughs> kind of. Okay. This is kind of a trick question. <laughs> uh, here's a dating app. The name of the dating app is called Burrito. It, <laughs> is a <laughs> it is a dating app that matches you based on your burrito choice, say your Chipotle order that you would do. If you put in your Chipotle order and it matches you based on your Chipotle order. <laughs> <laughs> is this a real dating app or nah? Uh, unfortunately, it is real, and I are, think I oh, signed oh, up. Oh, oh, oh! I got this! I got this! Hold on, hold on. Uh, are you going to swipe right and say that that is a true, a real dating app, or are you going to swipe left and say nah? <laughs> I'm going to swipe swipe right right after I log into the account that I made on that laptop. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, that was Brito with an exclamation mark. Brito. Um, <laughs> Could have they could have they needed more time on the name yeah. too. <laughs> it was a real app, except for it kind of wasn't. I feel yeah. like it was kind of a joke app. Yeah, I think it was too. So, yeah. is a part of it that I have to give you a description? Um, if you want to just give me the name, that's fine with me. Okay. I gave I wrote down descriptions for them. Oh, see, then it's gonna seem like I didn't try hard enough. Um. No, it's fine. <laughs> just you can hit me with just the name. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, my first one is an app, a dating app called Juicer. Juicer. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna swipe left on that. <laughs> That's correct. I made that up. <laughs> Whoa, what's up? Boom. All right. All right. Good. Good. All right. I have one for you. It's called Till Death. This is a dating app uh, that does not promote hookups. It is a quote place for users. Who are looking for a more serious relationship? End quote. I'm gonna Till go, death. I'm gonna swipe right because you said there were quotes. Oh, you <laughs> fell for my quotes. Oh, it was man. a lie. I made that one up. <laughs> oh man, that was good. Thanks, bud. <laughs> I like that. All right, I got. Hit me with that next name. <laughs> This is a dating app called 420 Singles. Oh, man. I have that. <laughs> I have that on my list. That's the truth. It's my right. <laughs> we did not make. We made our, our, our list in different times, obviously. Yeah. So I actually added that one to my list as well. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. We, I just, we just think to like too much. I yeah. just have to check that off my list so I don't accidentally say it later. <laughs> oh, yes. All right, here go. Okay, so this is an app called Lulu. It's a dating app where women rate the men that they're talking to. Um, it's called Lulu. Hmm. Is that L-U-L-U? L-U-L-U. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to swipe right on that. 
You are correct. It okay. was it was a dating app. It is no longer. It has since been bought out by the dating app Badoo. Never heard of either of those. Either one could have been on this list. Um, <laughs> but essentially, it got some flack in 2015 because they peep men were so mad because <laughs> men can't rate women. Only women could rate men. Oh, based man. on like responses and dates and like whether they're a dick or what what. Y- yeah, trigger me. all right uh here we go i i honestly i don't know if i should go with this one because i feel like it's too obvious um and also (laughs) we're playing a second game in the background am i going to pick one that jake already picked (laughs) Um, all right i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you a pretty good one here um this is a dating app called diaper mates <laughs> I'm hoping for a love of God to swipe left. <laughs> is that your is that your answer? Yeah, I'm locking in. Hoping? Swipe left. Unfortunately, that is real. Um, uh, Diaper Mates is a website slash dating app to find another ABDL or adult baby uh, diaper lover. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> oh man! Oh man! That's disgusting. <laughs> uh, all, right. all right, I've got one for you. Uh, mm-hmm. It's called Senior People Meet. It's an app for seniors looking for love. Mm. See, here's the hard part about this one. I think I've heard of something like this, but I don't remember if it was called that. Uh, I'm going to swipe right on that. You are correct. That okay. is a real app, and that's a real name. <laughs> Senior People Meet. Yeah. <laughs> Went to their website, just as shocked as I should have been. <laughs> Uh, all right i got a uh, just to let you know i kind of came up with a lot of these apparently (laughs) (laughs) i'm looking at the list i'm like woof i hope he didn't i didn't i hope he didn't like only come up with a couple because i came up with apparently a lot (laughs) (laughs) i'm going to i got another one for you this is a dating app slash website called furry mate oh man and it is a it's a app slash website where you can meet up with other furries Here's the thing is I almost added that <laughs> to my list, yeah. but I was going to be making it up. But now I'm wondering whether or not because both of us thought of it, it Uh-oh. actually exists out there. I'm like second guessing myself. Yeah. I'm going to swipe left because I, I was going to add that as a list on the list as something I made up. Well, unfortunately, you weren't the only one who thought of it because oh, that no. is real. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> I was actually going to add an app on mine called Furry Friends. <laughs> that was going to be the name of my app. But then I was like, you know what? That that might be out there. So yeah. I'm just going to leave it off. <laughs> <laughs> Furry Friends. I like it. Uh, here's one for you. It's called Rent-A-Date. If you need a date for that upcoming Christmas party, Rent-A-Dates. Gotcha. Thanksgiving dinner, fast approaching, rent-a-date. Ooh. Basically the equivalent of an escort service. Yeah. Strangely enough, I'm going to swipe right on this. Ah, I gotcha. It was a lie. <laughs> really? See, yep. I think I've heard of something like that. Hmm. Well, well, you did say it's basically date. an escort service, so yeah, I have heard of something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Whole hookers. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, they're escorts, not hookers. Uh... <laughs> All right. Un- <laughs> Unfortunately, I only have one more left. Um, All right, I got a couple more after you go. <laughs> All right. Um, <sighs> this last one is a dating app slash website. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think I can say this with a straight face. It's a dating app. Slash- <laughs> Swipe left already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a dating app slash website called <laughs> Amish Dating. 
That's real. <laughs> That's real. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, I knew it. <laughs> Which I feel weird about because if you're Amish, how do you get on the website? <laughs> ah, that's true. Well, maybe it's like an after Amish thing. It's yeah. kind of like, I was Amish. <laughs> and now I'm trying to meet other Ammonites. Yeah. Wait, that's a Pokemon. All right, I got a couple more left for you. <laughs> um, this is one's called Hinder. H-I, not E-R, but H-I-N-D-U-R, Hinder. Okay. Uh, it's a dating app, not specifically for Hindus, but mainly aimed at Hindus who are looking for an arranged marriage. Oh, man. A part of me wants to swipe left because it's like, that's racist. But, <laughs> <laughs> but then the other part of me is just like, yeah, but wait, the world's racist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the other part of me is just like, yeah, that that sounds about right. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm still. I'm gonna go with my gut. I'm swiping left on that. You are correct. Okay. That is that is fake. It's actually it's a parody parody website. And in my research that I did for this segment, mm-hmm. I found out that there is a website Hinder, but it's just a joke app. It's a Uh-oh. what it does is you sign in with your Facebook account, and you can only swipe right. <laughs> and you can only get you only get one swipe. <laughs> that so it, like uh, the what was the name of the challenge, the Tinder challenge that I came up with, where you just swipe okay. through all of your swipes right? I don't remember what it was called. Drunk tindering. <laughs> yeah, basically that's what it is. It's, uh, I, I call it desperation. Um, <laughs> ah, desperation swiping. Yeah, but uh, uh, what's your what's your last one? Oh man, I got a couple more. Okay. <laughs> uh here i'll just do i'll just do three more um (laughs) (laughs) um this one's called bristler it's for connecting it's this is a quote oh don't want to give anything away Uh this is a quote that i may have come up with or read off the internet connecting those with beards to those who want to stroke beards oh man i'm gonna swipe right because i think i've heard of this Yes, yeah, so that is real. And okay. That's a real quote that I had to write. <laughs> uh, all right, I've got I got two last ones for you. I got I have a dating app called Netfling. That is instead of logging in with your Facebook account, you log in with your Netflix account, and it matches people based off of what they're watching on Netflix. Uh, I'm gonna swipe right because I hope it's real. <laughs> Ooh, keep on hoping. Oh. It is something I made up. <laughs> well, we uh we have an app to make. <laughs> it uh, like. <laughs> yes. Well, I stole that. I that stole the name because that was an app that was in uh that was being made. Except mm-hmm. for it was the last news I read about it was in 2015. So I don't think that they finished it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this last one is called No Strings Dating. It's what it sounds like. That's what I wrote for it. <laughs> uh, it's a hookup app. I'm going to swipe left because we have Tinder. Yes. Okay. And also, I tried all, to trick you with all of them. So all of the ones I made up were like sort of true. Yeah. This No Strings Dating is not real. But I did read about an app, app that is not so cleverly named Hookup Dating. <laughs> <laughs> They should have uh, just named it, would you like to making fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hookup dating. They really didn't try very hard. <laughs> hookup dating, let's get laid. Oh my god. Uh, I also Weird. read about an app that does not exist, but I would definitely be interested. It would, that, uh, it's, that would be like, it matches you based off of your Spotify. 
Ah. Or your last FM or whatever. Yeah, that would be pretty if people use that. No one uses last FM. Anymore. Hey, I use last FM. <laughs> I know you do. That's why I called you out. <laughs> <laughs> I like my last FM. All right. All right. Uh, hit me with that goose and gas segment. Yeah. Speaking of, I was going to say speaking of dating, but this doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't really track. Um, uh. <laughs> <sighs> according to this water cooler article on Mashable. What is this? A Facebook post? A tweet? <laughs> it's a Facebook post. Um, a Facebook post by Hayden Orpheum Picture Palace, which is a very fancy name for a movie theater um, <laughs> in um, Sydney, Australia. There was a cucumber that was found left in the cinema after the after a screening of the newest Fifty Shades of Grey movie, which I can't Ooh. think of the night title of. I think it's called Fifty Shades of Cucumber. Yeah, apparently. Um, uh, wait, what? What is it actually called? Is um, it, it's not just called Fifty, oh, 50 Shades Darker. There we go. Yeah, it's called Fifty Shades Darker. Yeah, so um, a cinema staffer randomly found a cucumber lying in an aisle following the screening and uh, posted a Facebook post about it. And the they were raving touched it. Yeah, the caption says that awkward moment when you find a cucumber in the cinema after a Fifty Shades session. And then mm. Matt uh, Bleep um, <laughs> replied <laughs> and said. <laughs> <laughs> replied and said the even more awkward moment you decide to handle it for a photo <laughs> <laughs> i'm with you matt bleak yeah uh also my boy patrick h uh said it's too dry to be legit <laughs> oh, man. really getting uh deep in the, the investigative stories there patrick he uh he csi enhanced on that picture apparently <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, man. So, if you uh, live in Australia and you happen to be masturbating while watching Fifty Shades Darker, you left a cucumber behind. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> See the lost and found men at the front <laughs> yeah. to, to reclaim your item. Yeah. <laughs> Please, promptly, it's bringing gnats. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. Let us know at our if you liked our uh dating app name game which we're still looking for a name for if you got a name let us know the name yeah. too but let us know if you liked it and we'll do more stuff like that hit us up on t- <laughs> i always said tinder <laughs> hit us up on our new tinder account swipe yeah. right on us uh yeah. at last week's podcast or you can just tweet us at the same handle <laughs> and you can look at our the tag lwoti Yes, you can uh, look at our beautiful website designed by our lovely own Fonz at <laughs> Uh You can email us at lastweekontheinternet at gmail.com and you can check out our wildly successful popular uh, Flipboard magazine. Uh, oh man, speaking of which, I got a new follower and it was you! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I followed you back and I changed my, uh, my blurb about me because I thought your blurb was so funny. Oh, I don't even remember what it is. <laughs> it's a collaborator on the wildly successful, <laughs> wildly successful podcast last week on the internet. Oh. <laughs> uh, and I thought it was funny, so I changed mine to make the same thing. Yeah. Nice. Now we're, we're bringing it all together. Yeah. Um, if we clickbaited you into any stories this week, be sure to tune in next week. And uh, go ahead and clickbait a friend. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what that sounds like. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that, 
That just gave me an idea for another game. We just keep on thinking of great games on this show, or I think of them with great games. Yeah, it would be like a new edition of um, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, uh-huh. but it would be instead of like phone a friend, it would be like click bait a friend. <laughs> uh, oh my god! <laughs> well, yeah, go ahead and uh, click bait a friend uh, onto the show. Uh, we always love to have new subscribers. And thanks for all of our past subs who have been listening for our quarter of a hundred. Uh, I don't know what you want to call that. Halfway to... Bicentennial. Yeah. <laughs> our, our bicentennial. <laughs> <laughs> um, our uh, almost a full year also. Well, not Woo! almost. Wait, half. What? Yeah. Almost a full year. <laughs> yeah, okay, so half. If you round up. <laughs> yeah, half. Sorry. Um, almost a full year. Yeah. If you count years as uh, <laughs> only six months. Yeah. Well, hey, we're still going strong, still loving the show, and we love you guys, our uh, our juicy ladies and our spicy boys out there. Yes. <laughs> All you goofbusters, we'll catch you next time. Yeah. 